right, welcome back to the Glue Guys. This is Mike here. Say hello, Brian. Hello. Check us out on Twitter at BK Glue Guys. Of course, NetsDaily.com and Almighty Baller Network. Brian. Michael. The Nets. Yes. Are. The Nets. <laughs> are. Where is that? Where is that goddamn are. thing? Can you just keep it the going? Nets. Oh my god, what did I do with it? Oh, wait, 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 here we go. The Nets uh, are back. Thank god. The Nets are back. Scratching an itch. The Nets are back, bro. Well, they were, and then they took they took a hard L last night. It would have been a huge, not a huge deal, but for us personally, it would have been a big deal if they would have beaten the Sixers. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's huh. way to sell it. Way to sell it. Way to go out there. You you want me to to buy into your spiel, your upcoming spiel? That's that's why I have a you're spiel. Trying to, you're trying to lay the groundwork on your spiel. I actually, have two spiels. I forgot about my second spiel. Oh, the first spiel was a, why this matters. A double spieler. Which is the name of this podcast? Why this matters now? Uh, at BK Glue Guys on Twitter again. Um, the my main spiel is why this matters, but also I am obsessed with the race to not be at the bottom. Yeah, um, it's it's I, funny because it's a race that we're we're really racing against ourselves in this in this case. Well, that and the tanking Lakers. But the Lakers, the tanking Lakers, lost or actually won a game, which yeah. is losing. No, I mean like they're like more actively tanking. We we've always been trying to win games. <laughs> and they're kind of more, it's really just like how yeah i guess benching guys and stuff i don't be. know they're like you know benching nick young you, you only take you, 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 you only Mozgov. yeah um so i'm like slightly obsessed with it and the hawks game was a big deal that the fact that they beat the hawks and then they lose to the sixers the Sixers game was tough because uh we were on such a wave of momentum and mm. if you had beaten the other really bad team in the east it would have been a big deal and they lose. That game was and they lose. But Jeremy, ugly though. Jeremy Lin was so mad when he's smashing his head against. Yeah, the... I mean, he he he's playing not so great, so he can smash his head all he wants. But that that was a. I mean, that was one of those games. I think we said at some point in the season, like you can tell pretty early on whether this team is gonna like have a chance to win or not. And I felt pretty pretty uh, confident from the get go that we were not gonna win that game. It was just an awkward. It was an awkward. Every everything was a the guy, the French guy, the wing player, uh, Lawal. Oh, Carbo uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Carbo. Love him. Yeah, fantastic, intriguing prospect. Mm. Um, Sarge, of course, looks Sarge going for the how tall the is Sarge? Opposite Hitler mustache. Yeah, yeah. Everything Inverted but, Hitler. Everything but yeah. Um, Sarge, I think is six eleven. Yeah, uh, another child big, of Hinky. Another. Like super promising Everything prospect about his look, and I think also T.J. McConnell's like he's like I like what what Sarge's doing. I'm gonna try to do some terrible facial hair right now. Um, well, way too much gel. So uh, here's my spiel. Okay, might as well just lay it out there, please. Why this matters? Okay, so if you're gonna be a cynic about this, is that um, this sort of happens in, at the end of a season all, a lot of the time? Is that some team will play like kind of okay and everyone gets excited and maybe it's not warranted. And mm -hmm. if you're going to be cynical, the, the Nets are like the team that is actually trying to win games when anyone else that's not in the playoffs is not trying to win games actively. Yeah. They're doing things like the Devin Booker 70-point game where they're fouling at the end of the game. Or you have the Lakers where we talked about with Mozgov and Dang and Nick Young being benched for the rest of the season. Yeah. But it matters mostly because, one, the obvious. We get to see Brooke Lopez and Jeremy Lin together. Mm -hmm. um, I looked up some stats. Not, it's not like they're incredible together. Like as much as people want to say Jeremy Lin is like awesome, yeah, uh, for this team, and as much credit as he's getting, when Brooke and Jeremy Lin are playing, they're just slightly above average. There's like one 
1.7 like 1.7 points net rating mm-hmm. overall positively which yeah. is like not much right that's the net, net offense yeah and defense. Uh-huh. um it, it also but it also matters because all of the nets young players aren't good and they need to be around good players to be better and like lavert's destiny i think we need to have another lavert discussion were you on where you at with Karis LeVert? Thank you. Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> my, my feeling about LeVert is that he really needs to get like 5,000% more shots up in the course of a game. He needs to assert himself, as they say. Uh, I mean, other than that, <clears throat> what's what kind of what negative can you possibly say about LeVert's game at this moment? No, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I'm, I'm not worried, but... It, everything looks correct. And I think what his destiny is, is secondary ball handler, um, slasher, shooter type. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the question is, is next year's application of Karis Levert in the two spot with Jeremy Lin at the one plus, I don't know, you put Otto Porter, Otto Porter, <laughs> three, or if you don't get one of those guys, slide a Ronde over and, and do that. And then try to go after a power forward, a proper power forward. I mean, what's, what's at the top of the list? Um, needs wise i mean we need we have needs all over the place but what's what's the the glaring hole is a power the, forward for you because no, we no, just don't have one no i think i think ronde is a four now as much as that's no. like unappealing because he's not that big he's i, I think he's an nba four this I, is gonna go into the mail bag unfortunately do you want to just mail it up yeah i'll just mail it up i mean it's just two two things um yeah let's just mail it up mail Enough of that. Enough of that. Um, <laughs> right down to business tonight, Brian. Yeah. So this is from it's Cheerboy Josh Bass. Thank you for <laughs> you writing. So good at that. Besides the the Nets are back. You're, yeah. you're really improved. <laughs> well, you're yeah, bored. The scene is the, my go-to. Anyways, Josh Bass. Thank you so much for writing in, brother. So much. Um, Netspot at Gmail. We love you. And um, also, thank you for everyone who rated us. On, I don't know if you saw our iTunes ratings, and please keep doing that. Uh, we're up to 44 uh, ratings. Yeah. Four and a half stars. We're the highest rated Nets podcast in the universe. What maniac gave us less than a five star? What sad sack. We will find them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing anything. Some... Actually, hide away, which is yeah. sort of my, my protocol. Fine, yeah. Um, uh, so, Josh, uh, thanks yeah. for listening. Thanks for writing. Uh, he says, "Hey guys, keep up the great work." Oh wow, well, you keep up the great work, Josh. Give us five stars. Um, why can't RHJ make a layup? It's painful to watch. So this goes into <laughs> this goes into the, my bigger conversation that I wanted to spur with you, which is sure. on the internet, a place you probably don't spend as much time no. as I do. No, no. There's a anti-internet. There's okay. a conversation forming there on the in, in nets land and it's okay. it's becoming heated it's a debate of a kind you know sure it's like it's like left versus right you know up versus down north versus south uh and it's ronda hellas jefferson is good and then ronda hellas jefferson is bad and there are people that are entrenched in their opinions about sure. this do you have an opinion that is as concrete <laughs> as some of these people good give me i'm team good you're team good well i'm obviously team I'm going to wait and see, but because I'm... <laughs> How dare you ask yeah. me to go out on that ledge and you don't join me? All right, I'll go with you. Um, Where is he? 
Yeah, I mean, like, so here's, I think here's the issue that everyone's sure. getting at. So the, you know, people said that he had a bad game against the 76ers. Now, I think he had like an 11, 7, something, and like some blocks and some steals. A line that's you know, expected for a player like Ronda Hellish Jefferson, who doesn't do any one particular thing very well, uh, but does a lot of little things, you know. Yes. People were saying, wow, RHJ cost us that game. He's almost in Reggie Evans territory in some people's minds on the internet, which, now, don't get me wrong, when Reggie Evans was uh, doing whatever you call that, he, you know, whatever he was doing, they call it basketball playing, but not in my book, uh, for two years or whatever it was, it was driving me crazy, and I was leading the, you know... He was your... Well, I don't know if I want to say this for you, but was is he your least favorite net since we've done this pod in terms of a guy who has... Who's, yeah. who's been a player and actually played for this team. You put him with Jarrett Jack on a team together, and right. that's the one-two combo of the future. <laughs> uh, Gotta miss Jarrett Jack. I do, too. This team could use some Jarrett Jack. No, Where kidding. is he now? Is he in New Orleans? Um, He's yeah. buried somewhere. I think he was, was going to sign maybe with the Warriors at one point, but yeah. I don't know if that happened. Um, anyways, so here's what here's what my line of thinking on this whole thing is. is that On Rondé? On Rondé. Obviously... Very much a work in progress, right? Everyone, everyone, but of course, but the the detractors are going to say, uh, it's not worth it. You know, it's not, it's, we're losing games in the meantime. But I think any of the people on the positive said, this is exactly the time where you would want to lose those games because they're immaterial. They don't affect literally anything. So let's, like, we need to improve the quality of the players that we have. There's something there, at least, so that, yeah, it maybe. I mean, it's, I think it's highly speculative to say that he cost us anything against the 76ers. He did have a, a weird, weirdly bad shooting game. I mean, it was, or at least I, like the bunnies, he was smoking them all over the place. I kind of think that, I mean, I, I don't even evaluate Rondé the same way. Because shooting, it's almost impossible to say Rondé had a bad shooting game because he's not a good shooter. Mm-hmm. So, the, about the layup thing, of course he misses like a million layups. Yeah. I'm not going to blame him for the loss against the 76ers just because like if you're relying on Rondé Hollis Jefferson to shoot the ball well, then you have a problem overall. Yeah. He does shoot the ball a lot for a guy you cannot shoot, but it's mostly because he's just missing layups all over the place. But yeah. we're, so we're saying where's Rondé? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think he I mean so here's and we've talked about this, but the 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 perfect Rondé that you want, that's why I like him with the 4 because he can attack guys a little bit more. He's still fine defensively. He would get eaten up alive by like a Derek Favors, but there's only actually one Derek Favors left in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Literally him. Um, and he gets a ton of rebounds and he does some like, like slides in the cracks type places. Yeah. Um, his issue is that he needs to embrace his Dennis Rodman qualities. Yes. And he is though. That's he what is. he's doing now. Slowly but surely. Uh, he needs to just like, uh, I think he took 15 shots or something, uh, against the 76ers, made five of them. Yeah, he takes a lot. Again, he takes a lot. And, and it's a lot of those, days. like, you know, he's around the rim, he's like poking it up there. Uh, and you, you know, you get a lot of shots off that way. And, you know, that's a way to really negatively affect your field goal percentage without really affecting the game that much. But it does, the optics aren't good in those games. So he still has nights off. He has bad nights. Well, and I think the whole team <laughs> itself against the 76ers, like, they, they I, I'm sure they miss more layups than any other game. This, I mean, they miss so many shots at the basket. It was obscene against the 76ers. And Rondé does that too. I mean, uh, if we do we want to go all the way back to the moment when the team got Rondé Hollis Jefferson at this point? So I was looking at restricted free agents. And Mason mm-hmm. Plumley is a restricted free agent. Yeah. Would you rather have Mason Plumley as we know him now? No. Which is almost a triple double machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. 
like a like a like a way down the line per thirty six triple double machine, uh-huh. or would you rather Ronde <laughs> Jefferson? I would rather Mason Pumbley if I'm going to be right honest. now on this team. Uh, yes, he's more valuable. Ceilings considered. I mean, we're not winning games. Ceilings considered. You think um, Mason Pumbley has a higher ceiling than Ronde Hellas Jefferson? Mason Pumbley is averaging like four assists a game or something. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. added parts of his game that are interesting that I did not see. When he was with the Nets. Sure. I mean, we talked about this before for years with Mason Plumley about we kind of he was old and we kind of figured out what he was. I mean, he's probably, what, five years older than Rondé? I don't know. Yeah, he's like four. Yeah, I think he's yeah. 26 or 27 right now. Um, so understanding all that, I mean, the the Portland was able to get Nurkic yeah. via trading away Mason Plumley and some, like whatever else they had to do. Um I don't think Rondé Hollis Jefferson is going to even get anyone like that. Like, mm-hmm. if you were to if you were to sign trade value to Rondé Hollis Jefferson, I don't know what team in the league is going to be like grabbing at him. Again, I like him. I like him. I think he's good for the team. I like this role that Atkinson is putting him in. The Dennis Rodman esque, mm-hmm. just get rebounds and just kind of get to the hoop, is smart. Um, so you think Mason Plumlee insert him at at the four? Let's say on this team, that's a that's a, a long term solution that you'd be okay with. I think. Well, Mason Plumlee right now is a better player than Rondé Hollis Jefferson, mm-hmm. and the fact that Mason is becoming like a post creator for guys, I think is is an interesting development and adds a lot to his game. And he would particularly fit pretty well in an Atkinson offense, just that he can't shoot threes. Mm. But he probably shoots threes better than Rondé Hollis Jefferson, who's <laughs> like just yeah. never. Got- I really fell off a cliff this season. I started out thinking he's going to do that. You know what's unfair for Rondé is that this. Like Kawhi Leonard is the most unfair uh, player to the rest of the players in the league because every mm. player now who can't shoot is Kawhi Leonard, right? Right. Yeah. Can he be Kawhi? Right. And that seems to be the only path for success or only path that we evaluate these guys as being successful. When in fact, like Kawhi is a top five player in the NBA, and to you would never say like, can this guy be the next LeBron? Mm. Just because Kawhi can't sh- couldn't shoot and he was kind of like underrated, you know, everyone else gets compared to him, but like. Who should Rondé look like? Uh, we talk about Dennis Rodman. Um, you know, like Thaddeus Young is actually someone who we should consider thinking about looking like. Yeah. Which is a four. I think they're about the same size. I mean, uh, Thaddeus had more heft to him. How you, tall and, is Rondé? Six, seven? I think Thaddeus is no. not six, more. Six, eight, more six, than, nine. Six, eight. I'll give you six, All eight. Right. I'll let you have that. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm I mean, they're totally Rondé. different. I mean, that's yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But I'm like, but Thaddeus came in the league as a three, yeah. and I think Rondé needs to figure out I how to stay that. at four. Thaddeus was like a dunker for a hot second there. That's what people. I mean, also that was that era in the NBA when everyone who was six seven six eight was supposed to be like Vince Car, you know, like the slasher right. guy who could just dunk the ball. Like that was valued. Somebody could get to the hoop and dunk. Yeah, dunks are not valued now, and it breaks my heart. Well. Breaks my heart, hey, Brian. We should we should give KJ McDaniels some shine. I think I think it's at the point where he, his name needs to come up in this podcast. Do you, I don't know if you saw this? Do you see this interesting? Um, so Bobby Marsh tweeted this out. I don't know what it was. Maybe a couple days ago about KJ McDaniels' contract. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nets have an option to renew his contract for one more year at three point four million dollars. Yeah, and then the next season he's an unrestricted free agent, mm-hmm. or you don't renew it and he's a restricted free agent. Mm. What would you do if you're the Nets? Would you, because if, here's the argument. Mm. If you don't take that option, you make a restricted free agent, 
you basically control the process in terms of like not many teams are you're betting that not many teams will want to pay a lot of money to KJ McDaniels. Mm. And you're hoping that you can get him for let's say so Lance Stevenson signed a deal with the Pacers today reportedly for uh $12 million overall for 3 years. So if you could get KJ McDaniels for for a 3 year deal 4 million per do you want that or do you want to just say hey let's just let's see what he's got for one more year and then if he ends up being really good we'll pay him money. But you know what I'm saying it's I do know it's a really tricky one. It's a tricky one because like you want to you want to see I mean there's an obviously like there's a I've invested this much time with this. I like what I see so far, and I don't want to like it. be like, yeah, he's likely it's going to crap out next year, and he'll just go to the you know f- to the free market unrestricted entirely, and and he'll uh, we'll be able to afford him that way. Um, but also, you know, this is another reason why I think all of those you know a lot of people are are quick to turn up their noses about the culture and the you know yada yada all that stuff for a place that like rejuvenates careers of guys that had been um, you know wasting away on benches in houston for example do you think that they you know obviously like the almighty dollar is going to determine almighty baller most everything but how much how much can that influence a situation like in kj mcdaniel's case it's not going to be a matter of like 10 million dollars obviously but it's going to be something right i mean like a team that basically Phoenix rises your your NBA career. You give sure. them the benefit of the doubt, or not yeah. the benefit of the doubt. You give them like well, no, it's they, you know, the tiebreaker, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You give that the tiebreaker. So if you're looking, at, I mean, not even saying money is all even, but let's say money is all even on on any circumstance. What the Nets now have going for them is that they are the preeminent New York team. Okay, <laughs> in terms of if so, in terms of not breaking my there, fingers. There, there's break. like there's multiple things helping out the Nets right now. Okay, so they are they are not quite Phoenix at Phoenix's peak, but there's that potential, right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna treat you right. Um, you're you're not gonna be rushed into anything. You're gonna we're gonna play you the appropriate amount of minutes. Phoenix at Phoenix's peak. What when is that? What are you talking about? Like, like you know, nineties Phoenix, mid two thousands Phoenix. Yeah. Um, when like Steve Nash went to Phoenix and then he got healthy and other you, you've guys, been talking about Phoenix a lot lately. You've been just I'm did you watch a, a documentary on Phoenix? Or nah, something? just. Those I, those I hold those teams in such high regard. Did you read Terry Pluto's book on Phoenix? <laughs> Don't you dare bring up Terry Pluto again. Um, the Nets have location, and if you want to play in New York, you do not want to play for the Knicks. I mean, I know you may want to think you want to be in the Garden, but like the mess with Oakley, the the fact that if you were to enter the team, you'd have no clue one what's happening with Carmelo. You don't really know. If actually, Chris Stapps is like a legit NBA like superstar we don't really know that yet i mean that can't be determined and the fact that joe kim Noah is still going to be on the team even though he's going to be suspended for the first 10 games of next year and he has the one of the worst contracts in basketball so like you have a mess i told you i was i mean msg is only fun to play in when they're good and they're not good so it's kitty time all the kids come out and so the circus so if you want to be in new york you want to be with the nets the nets treat you well that's great and you're gonna get like just a ton of run and you're going to get to be with a coaching staff that seems to be flexible and trying to get people to do what they're best at. Um, I, so that also, this also feeds into why this team can't really like just like people, people who call and say like, Oh, they, they should have to trade Jeremy Lin and Brooke Lopez. They just have to get first round picks. It's like, you just can't, you can't just trade guys you sign and just trade them away. Cause then other guys are not going to come here there's it's a two-way street 
Um, so what we're talking about, KJ McDaniels, though, I mean, it's, I think I, I give him, if I'm going to make the decision, well, how, I make, how high are you on KJ McDaniels right now? That's, I guess, that's how high point. am I on KJ McDaniels? Um, I am, gotta love, I mean, it's for us in terms of the, the prototypical mid aughts slasher that you just referred to, that he kind <laughs> of fits the bill perfectly. And I, I love, Seeing him on the floor, like it makes a ton of sense why he's an NBA player, right? Like he just fits out there. He looks super duper athletic, and if he can figure out even a sliver of an offensive like game plan, he's, I think he's got he's found his. Sliver. Does he have more potential than Rondé House Jefferson? Uh, I mean, the way he, that he finishes the basketball is is everything that I want Rondé Hollis Jefferson to be, and is not. Like he uh, holds his his body control mid air is super excellent. Uh, it's weird to see like a player that's like sort of you know has a pretty tenuous grasp on an NBA, NBA career be like take contact midair like that and and finish so confidently all the time. Don't you know what I mean? Like you know yeah no really no no that. I know I know what you're saying. And also I love his demeanor on court. He seems Long like arms. like a happy dude. Well, I'm talking about just happy. He just seems no, like I a know. happy like yeah. like willing to help out teammate like doing what's right on the floor. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like what's what's his ceiling? I mean because he's almost like so he has so much athleticism. You could give him really high ceiling, but really like. What you just want out of him is like Andre Roberson from, I mean, he's, his, I think his ceiling is like Jason Richardson. <laughs> That's a pretty high ceiling. That's pretty good. That, that'd be pretty good. Did, it, did Jason Richardson ever play in an all-star game? No. He played, he was in a dunk contest. I mean, that for sure. Contest, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Desmond Mason. <laughs> Desmond Mason. All right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I would, I would try to be slick and, if I'm Marks, I would try to, I would decline the option, put him out there for one year on a restricted free agent deal, and see who wants to offer him money. If no one offers him money, you give him a low ball offer, not disrespectful offer, but like say, okay, here's the three year, uh, fourteen million dollar deal, pretty decent money for a guy who is on the end of the bench in Houston, and then you just you just have him for those three years, and you can do with him what you want, and ev- he's gonna have value. He's if if he's as athletic as we've seen him be, he's gonna have value to someone. So, did Desmond Mason play on both the Seattle SuperSonics and the Milwaukee Bucks? I think so. Does it seem like there's a lot of players that did that that transition <laughs> over that, that period? Does it seem like there's a lot of players that were on both of those teams. Kind of like let's list them. All. My my memory of them is in both of those uniforms. Like and also because those uniforms were like Gary so Payton. similar yeah, in similar. a way. They they were that weird shade of green, and then there's I think there's some yellow in Milwaukee. Uh, um, there is from time to time. There's like a gold. Um, but yeah, it's Ray Allen and Gary Payton are the big ones. So that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> any more? Any more email? By the way. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, this will take us into. I may as well just go right into it. What do you say? Really, I really like what you did just there. Thanks. Uh, with the mix. Um, so this is Cheer Boy. Steven Scarpula. That's Scarpula. It's pretty close. Um, so this is, okay, so I, I'm glad that I wasn't the only one that picked up on, and shout out to my buddy Colin, who was, who's got a real kick out of your sort of closet Disney fandom that came came flying out of the closet. I don't think it was a closet. I don't well, think there's no, any you closet. Don't, you don't lead with it. I'll say that this is this is new information. <laughs> don't lead with it. <laughs> yeah, this is all news to me. You were 
pretty uh, pumped I up was, about Beauty and the Beast. I, I'm still shocked myself how how much that that movie hit me. I don't know what's going on with me because you're right. a closet Disney freak, obviously. Yeah, anyway, sure. so Steven Scarpullo, thanks for reaching out. It says Mike, who are your five? Start starting five. Sure. Uh, for for Disney, if you got to go one through five, um, and I'll and I'll do mine too. But I'm starting point guards. You're gonna have more of the obscure. Uh, players <laughs> trying to be cool here. Yeah, obscureness is cool. Um, Simba is my point guard. I think male adult Simba. You're gonna have a a, a, a ferocious a, beast lion. No thumbs. A problem. You got a real problem in your hands. Do you need thumbs to to, mount to a handle to, a basketball? To yes, mount a basketball? Hundred percent. You just you're you gonna bounce it like thumbs. that. Have you ever seen a cat try to do? Have like you been this? over over on a basketball court with a lion? You know the type of defense that line is going to play. Look, the rules would of you, basketball still would, apply. You can't. You can't <laughs> oh, eat people. You can't, a, <laughs> you can't just. Okay, go, it's I'm, not just. But who, I'm who looking. Kills each other. I'm thinking of it as like, okay, we're in this. We're in this fantastical realm here, and I'm thinking the line can talk and it can interact yeah, and it can do all that. Sure. Yeah. You and can talk and interact, but you can't dribble a goddamn ball. Because if you could talk thumbs. and it can understand, I could teach that line who can then communicate with me how to play basketball. You know how many steps you have to get through? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give the ball to Apu. <laughs> The monkey. You're, you're talking about a monkey. He's got thumbs. But he can't and talk. He can't s- speak. Yeah, he's sentient, though. He understands. And he's going to swipe Ooh, like the ball that. from nice. everyone. Sentient bean. He understands. And he knows how to play the game. You see, the whole movie okay, is just stealing stuff from people. That's actually a really good point. But if you put that monkey up against my line, my line's going to eat that monkey. You can't. Look, if, you, if we're going to get into like <laughs> killing each other, this is not a yes. blood sport. This is, this, this is basketball. Disney basketball is a blood other. sport. No. Okay, number two. Jafar. Jafar, wow. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is no, it's interesting. Height? Yeah. At the uh, two. At, at the two. Yeah. He's got some height. He's he's got that like Kobe like demeanor, like mm-hmm. the the black mamba. He, literally his staff is is a, a, not not a mamba but a, a cobra. Mm. Um I imagine he has some magical powers that he can shoot, you know, from a distance. No, no he's got nothing. He only has the magical powers because of the <laughs> genie, dude. Did you even watch the movie? Yeah. 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 No, he's got no, no magical powers. No, he's got, he's got a genie. Powers. That's magical. And my my Jafar does. No. But no. he's got height. He's he's cunning. A lot of cunning from mm-hmm. that guy. Mm-hmm. And athleticism. We we all know uh, he's athletic. Okay, so you've just got a regular ass human is what you've got. <laughs> <laughs> so what you got. Well, Meanwhile You had a monkey as your first Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile I've got Good. Dumbo running the two. Oh Dumbo Flying <laughs> Flying elephant. He's got heft. What is he gonna? That's that's traveling immediately. Once he catches the ball, there's he's no rules against not he's, flying. Dude, yes, you're gonna be. You ooping. have to. Anytime you move, you have to bounce the basketball. Dude, you're going to be ooping to Dumbo all day. <laughs> Are you dead serious? Just wait till my center. The most obvious one's the center. Your but team's already a mess. So go ahead. <laughs> no, my team's chemistry is beautiful. <laughs> no. It's like this year's Bulls. Um, Tigger. <laughs> Winnie Tigger. the Pooh. Uh-huh. That's more Hops. of a two guard. Should be more of a two guard. No, he's a three. He's a, he's a KJ McDaniels. If KJ McDaniels is anyone, it's Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. Uh, bouncy, slasher, three and D athlete. Yeah. Smart. Team player. Quincy yeah. Acey like in that aspect. So Tigger is my, is my uh, sh- so small forward. For, small forward. For my three, I'm going hunchback of Notre Dame. That's awful. Um, That's horrible. If you watch the movie, he's got... He's literally has an impairment to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> he's, but he's like super strong and fast and stuff. He's got girth. I'm he's going not off. fast? Yeah, he's fast. When did he display his speed? Fine. You know what? I'm going Mulan. I'm going, <laughs> changing. Okay, that's a fair one. <laughs> changing it up. That's a good one. I'm going Mulan. She's for her marksmanship. I'm going to need some shooting on this thing. 
with her bow and arrow and stuff. She's she's a difficult player. Um, my power forward is Ursula, the villain from Little Mermaid. Okay. Uh huh. Octopus legs. Octopus legs. So multiple appendages, always a plus in basketball. Um, she has real heft to her, a yeah. Zach Randolph type. Yeah. Okay, and a nasty streak. Nurkic, Burley. Yeah. Ursula. Um, good. Uh, I'm gonna go at my four. I'm gonna go um, Satan from Fantasia. <laughs> so, so game over, pretty much, at this point. Because you have Satan. Satan from Fantasia. Not a team player. Gonna ruin your team chemistry. <laughs> See, that's what you're not thinking about. You put put Dumbo and Satan on the floor together. Dude, Dumbo. Dumbo, Dumbo's not gonna. One, he's not gonna get the ball. If you yeah. have Satan in your team, Satan's gonna consume all. He he is. I feel like Satan's all about W's. From in my mind, he's he's just starved for W's. What in life in this life? I guess he's got, he's been having some W's lately. Yeah. Who do you got? Who do you got? <laughs> who do you got at the five? Uh, Genie from Aladdin. I mean, so here's what I I knew you're gonna say that. Yeah. Genie from Aladdin, useless. You need a person to control Genie from Aladdin. So you need yeah. False. What genie from Aladdin? You can't. My do wish, with. genie. My wish is for you to be the greatest center of all time. Genie from Aladdin. One, one wish, genie, and he's the greatest center of all time. Do you know what time. genie from Aladdin is? He's in a bottle. You can't. He has to be owned by someone in order to he's, me. What you have is a me. lamp. No, you got a lamp. I control. You didn't say genie controlled by Mike Smeltz. You said if genie. he's on the team, the lamp comes with. That's why I want genie controlled by Jafar, so that him and Satan can run that. Twin Towers game. Team. <laughs> Twin Towers. Did game. you have Jafar on there? Well, Jafar, who is yeah, is uh... who? Okay. okay. So to review, yeah. yours is a monkey, an elephant, yeah. the uh, devil. Well, also Mulan. <laughs> Mulan. Mulan. Mulan, the devil, and a basically satanic like genie, like an evil genie. Oh, you're gonna have evil genie. Yeah, Jafar controlled genie. I've got. A lion, a mean guy, a tiger, a mean octopus woman. A flying elephant. Your team is straight ground. You're playing deep below the rim, this team. Okay. We all know Dumbo. One, Dumbo is not high energy. Dumbo will not be able to fly the entire game. Dumbo will only be able to pull off the flying for like three baskets. The rest of the time cannot be on the floor, cannot play defense. James Harden circa 2014. You're getting a baby boy on this. Who would be the worst Disney char- character basketball player? Any of the dwarfs from from Snow White, pretty sure. much. I mean, sure. the one that's asleep or drunk all the time. What's his? He's like dopey. <laughs> <laughs> is he is he drunk or what's his deal? Yeah, yeah. Or is he just dumb? Well, I'm sure the writers wrote him as drunk and they called him then said a drunky yeah. to call him dopey. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a good answer. I have no other answer. Pretty, pretty useless. Besides Simba. Yeah, that's a bad one. I didn't think... Yeah, you actually have to play the game, Mike. Just... Um, uh, you like Satan, though. Come on, Satan's reaching. I don't like... Again, your he's team chemistry, like, if you're going to play 82 games and you have Satan on your squad... Like 20 stories tall, he's going to crush. Um, <clears throat> well, what do you think, Mike? It was a quickie. Yeah. I don't think I've... I have one other story. Can I do this oh, yeah. real quick? Yeah, let me put... Let me, come on. Uh, we got to do all the things. All the things. It's the news! All right, so News Around League standings update, Brian. Dun, 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 dun. Mm. If the playoffs started today, the matchups would be today being Wednesday at 7.43 p.m. 
Boston versus the Heat, Cavs versus the Pacers, Wizards versus the Bucks, and Hawks versus the Raptors. The Cavaliers, Brian, yep. are struggling. LeBron has called them delicate after their huge loss to the San Antonio Spurs. Kyrie looked emotional with how poorly he played. I think he shot four for 13. Um, is the window open for the rest of the East, Brian? No. Fair. No. <laughs> no. Back to you. <laughs> no, it's not. It's still not. I hate to say it. I know Isaiah Thomas is uh, taken to the news to to like stir up some, some stuff. Which one? Uh, he was talking about like nobody respects our team now or something. Yeah, like that. whatever. Um, no one does. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but it's true. No, the the Boston Celtics and your Washington Wizards are unfortunately not instilling a whole lot of fear. Flawed. Um, and you know, but, they're they're, but, not, they're not far away. They're they're certainly one transformative player away. They're they're a you know a Kevin Durant away from. <laughs> but I will say, I mean, like the the, the Warrior or the Wizards do present. A big trouble for the for the Cavaliers and the fact that Kyrie cannot guard Bradley Beal or John Wall. So you're going to have to put him on like Otto Porter, and Otto Porter will then just shoot the ball over them. Now, obviously, then you could say, who's going to guard LeBron James? But yeah. sure. I mean, we've got, you know, whatever. But I, I do think there's, there's a window. There's a pretty big window. I mean, yeah. the Cavaliers haven't been good for about a month now. Yeah. And... Yes, there's that first round series, and the first round series can do a lot for a team like the the Cavaliers. They can like, they can see themselves winning a bunch of games in the playoffs and feel pretty good about themselves, and then kind of lock it all in together. And they're only focused on one opponent. Focusing on one opponent helps you defensively more than offensively. But um, they have such defensive issues. They Darren Williams hasn't been like all that amazing for their team, which I've been happy about. Mm-hmm. Very happy about. Yeah. Still getting angry when I see him. Yeah. Uh, it's about time for that MMA career to take off. That's what. Stop. I don't want to talk about him anymore. <laughs> I hate him so much. All right. Uh, next news around the league. Yeah. Wait. Uh, can I do something really quick before the next one? Yeah, please. I got to do this uh, This quick. You know, we got to talk about our friends. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So here you go. Hey, yo. Do you play Daily Fantasy? Do you? I do. If you do, you should be playing on Draft. Um, you should get this. Your chances of winning on draft are almost three times better than on FanDuel and DraftKings. This is true. The data shows 90% of players lose on DraftKings. On FanDuel, over 40% of the money goes to just 1% of the players. Now, if you're not a pro and you're not some creep who's spending hours a day on fantasy, you should be playing it on draft. You'll win more often. It's statistically proven. On draft, you do a simple snake draft just like at the beginning of your season-long league. You can do drafts whenever you want. Uh, they last just for one day, and they take only minutes to complete. So I have draft on my phone. I just did a quick game yesterday, and uh, I got Russell Westbrook with like the third pick, and I crushed it, um, which was improbable. That would never happen with, with DraftKings or whatever else. So uh, download Draft now. Just search Draft in the App Store, and it'll come up first. Uh, be sure to enter the promo code ABPN when you download, and you'll get a 100% bonus when you deposit Again, search Draft in the App Store and be sure to enter the promo code ABPN. I love watching your face during that, <laughs> the, the part where I say DraftKings or whatever. You always get a kick I out like, of that. I like the way you personalize it yeah. and also disparage competition. That's, yeah. that's the way a good ad should be done. Look, I play for keeps. Um, so the personal story here. I, I, uh, yeah. I took a bus down to my 
not ancestral home, just my regular home in Maryland when I grew up. I grew up in Maryland. Um, a bus etiquette, real quick, about this, Brian. Um, I'm, I'm great at this. Go ahead. Okay. So I took two different bus companies, uh, way down and then the way up. Um, things I enjoy. Okay. Sure. You get to the end of your bus track, sort of like there's a protocol, right? The idea of where you're sitting on the bus, everyone wants to sit in the back of the bus. I don't know what it is. Um, no, that's. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. People that's seem. I don't know what it is. When people enter the bus, they all seem to shuffle towards the back, which I don't understand. That's to be polite. You know, you fill in from the back places. I don't think that's. No, you like to sit near the toilet, huh? That's what you want. You no, like I to, hate it. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, obviously, everyone hates it. I'm a front seater. Everyone's a front seater. They're just being nice. Every, you may not be on the same bus as I. Maybe it's a Maryland tradition. I don't know what it is, but here's what it is, okay? So there's an understanding that if you're sitting in the back of the bus and to the front, the way people get off the bus when the bus trip is over is that everyone gets out of the little seats row by row and we move on through, right? Mm-hmm. Both down and up, we had the jokers who sitting in, the, in like the third to last row, bus stops running up. Yeah. straight up to the yeah. front thinking that they're yeah. smarter than everyone they're faster than everyone right i'm gonna out i'm gonna trick everyone into getting off the bus quicker yeah that's trump's america mike that's what's happening now yeah that's what's happening on the bus these days that's happening on the subway too i mean the subways it's just jungle law down there it's crazy <laughs> like the, my my absolute favorite thing is a person like you're standing and they're sitting and they get up way before the, the things even stopped and i like, excuse me I always do that. We're not going to do this yet. We're going to hang out in a second just so that I don't fall over while I'm making way for you to get to like the front of the door. Jerk. I'm, I'm, I feel bad to admit this, but no, I don't. Uh, so, you know, when the doors open on the subway, there's a normal protocol of the people who want to get on the subway, they wait. They should never be waiting inside the parameters of right. the open oh, door. Oh, I'm, I'm ruthless. I body check people. Body constantly. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I had one the other day. A woman, there was like it was like a malfunctioning door, so only one half of it opened, and she was standing in front of the other, like the, of the yes. only open yes. part. And I went around her head, and I said, "Are you dead serious? Look at where, look at what's going on here." <laughs> <laughs> she was like, to her, to her credit, she was deeply ashamed. So it wasn't like she, you know, came at me or anything. But uh, I was like, "Yeah, I mean, come on, you're in public here. Let's uh, let's do this." But isn't it? Are we are we the wrong ones though? Because I no. do I do run into those people. I purposefully. If they are in the parameters of the door and I'm walking out and they're trying to get through, I'm going yeah. to move over and run into you. Yeah. Am I the wrong one or are they the wrong no, one? No, I, I like to give – I mean, it's like a passive-aggressive thing. I don't let them know that I – like it's a body check that's like, oh, whoops, my backpack just like – Oh, I do, I do the backpack all the time. <laughs> and I think it's always yeah. a good move. My favorite – a really good shit in front of was like I have a issue with people that like aren't paying attention and they have headphones on. So it's like you can't even like, you know – call them out on it because they oh have headphones Lord. on. So this guy, there's like a bunch of seats in a row that nobody was sitting in and it's like a pretty crowded bus or train so you could tell something was up like most people could tell and there's like small puddles of water right. in each of them. Yeah, that's always... This guy's got headphones on, goes to sit, everyone's like, no, don't! Doesn't hear any of it since directly <laughs> 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 and then, and then uh, everyone in the holes like trains looking at him, and he just like shrugs it off, gets up and gets up and leaves. I had a killer going off the subway here, where where I live. You know, there's like most subways, there's the emergency door that everyone pops open and then yeah. runs out, right? So there's a woman in front of there's a woman, a guy on his phone watching a video, and then me. Yeah. Okay. Woman opens the emergency door. Guy on his phone follows her and doesn't tap the door to, mm. to then keep it open 
Mm-hmm. Now I got through. Yeah, but he seemed like he could live in this world. Yeah, this this p- splendid world where people open doors for him, yeah. and he can watch his video on a crowded New York City yeah. subway at six thirty at yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Yeah. The world is his oyster. Brian. Did you give him a reality check? Did you give him a taste of the, of the smelts reality check? No, I, I had to I had to run. <laughs> I ran away. I ran away scared. I, if I was if I was Next in front time. of him and he didn't say thank you, I would have I would have said something. I mean, it's funny. It's like I've gotten to the point where, like, I mutter under my breath, and it's not even under my breath; it's directly out of my breath. Yeah, I am now saying things like, "Oh, you're welcome." Dude, I'm super cruel. Like, all right, this will be the last one, but like, so when somebody's doing the walking with the video or whatever thing, I'll yes. I'll zip around in front of them and just stop so that they they walk into my back. Yeah, <laughs> no, just cut them off. Just cut and, them off. And, and I think that's I think that's the agreement we all are a part of at this point. Yeah, if that if you're looking at your phone while walking on yeah. the street. I'm gonna mess with you. I'm allowed to run into you. Yeah. <laughs> you have you have signaled that you've put the green light on that I'm allowed yeah. to hit you as yeah. hard as I can, <laughs> and I teach you a freaking lesson. Be, yeah, full. Yeah, checking them into a into a. Store. I will say, uh, before I got a dog, I was such a jerk. Not that that much, but like if a dog like ran in front of me, I did. I had given do- looks to dog owners. Really? Now that I have a dog, I'm well, like you're like <laughs> like. Like I'm an I'm that jerk who's the dog yeah. is running in front of everyone and freaking out. I feel like I'm that way with uh, now I overcompensate and just like people with kids like I, I walk on the other side of the street because I just want to give them the the full length. Well, I told street. you the only reason I have animus towards New York City dogs is because the owners would I was doing the trash at my old building in Greenpoint and I would take out the trash cans and there would be like opened bags of fecal matter that they just like you know they didn't tie it up right they just threw it in my recycling bin or something so it's like i gotta sort the thing and then there's dog mess all over it and just once i wanted to find them and so i could feed them the gatorade bottle f- smeared with dog mess unacceptable yeah anyways um one That's, last one last new york thing oh, i just want to tell you this real quick so there's a mafia sting the mafia is still around the banano crime family the banano banana banano um just read off just you yourself read read the names of the guy so the classic. Yeah, it's uh, Ronnie G. Gileanzo, Michael uh, Padovana, uh, Nicholas Pudgy Festa, uh, Michael Palmaccio, Christopher Bald, Chris Booth, Boothby. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know uh, where he came from. Evan the Jew Greenberg. So that's what gets me, is that <laughs> that exists. Heck. So like, Heinzel, of course, come on. The talk. names. The names yeah. are still there. The yeah. mafia is still strong, Queens. Damn. And the names. Give it, give it to Evan, Evan the, the Jew. Jew. Brutal. The Jew. Just, <laughs> just, it's phenomenal. It's like South Park. That's phenomenal. Um, pudgy. So the Nets are finishing strong, and I think it's a big deal. Yeah. I think it's... Um, They're like, they just go into the most base thing, like bald Chris. Poor bald. Poor bald. <laughs> <laughs> the Jew. Yeah, the he has, guy, he like, has a great head of hair, just though. take one look at him, and this is your name for life. Um, the Nets are finishing strong, and it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And it it will hopefully continue, and it will spin forward to free agents. I think, I think if they keep playing well... They're going to be able to sell to free agents that we're maybe a 500 team if you come here, and we're going to continue to grow this. So it's exciting. Really good stuff, Mike. Take us out. This has been a this has been a classic. Well, uh, again, if you're not listening to us on iTunes, subscribing to us, and everything like you need to do, go to iTunes, search like the Glue Guys. You need, to do, you need to be doing. You need this. to do that. Um, we'll put up a link on the Nets Daily post. To just click that link right away on Nets Daily. It'll be able to get you right to the subscribe button, and you should can we subscribe. tell people to follow us on Twitter? Our Twitter followers. It's- Sad right now. What's going on? Seven hundred. We need a thousand. What's going on with us? Yeah, we don't tweet. All right. Um. So that was the glue guys. 
And Michael, jeez, you had so much energy. Come on, come on, finish it off, buddy. Thank you for listening. All right. Hey, thanks, everybody. Take care. Have a great night. No, no, no.